This week on Dueling Review, it's Robin number one from DC Comics. After learning of the Deadly League of Lazarus tournament, Damian Wayne has a new mission, winning the tournament and prove he is the greatest fighter in the DC universe. But first, he must find the secret island where it's all going down. This brand new solo Robin series will force Damian Wayne to find his own path away from both sides of his family. New mysteries, new supporting cast, first appearances of new characters, and lots and lots of fights. Ah. I'm very excited about talking about Robin number one out this week from DC Comics. Wait a minute. Am I really excited about talking about Robin number one? This is a story about Damian Wayne. Well, yes. Well, we'll get to that in just a moment. This is a story about Damian Wayne. And I think most of our listeners know of my seething hatred towards Damian Wayne, an entitled brat that... You know, quite honestly, Damian Wayne would have been perfect in that Jim Lee um, Batman. What are you know? Uh, I'm going to throw you down in the cave and make you eat rats uh, series. All-star yeah, All Star Batman. He would have been great in that as Robin, just because you had you know dickhead Batman and self entitled spoiled brat dead Damian Wayne. Uh, that would have been a perfect combo. I am not a fan of Damian Wayne. I will say that uh, till my dying days. But for whatever reason, Matthew, DC Comics keeps putting little things in that make me go, all right, so he's to- he's not a total shit. <laughs> right? So we get, you know, there's this great little bit where Damian Wayne is trying to get into the, the Lazarus tournament so he can go to Lazarus Island and, I don't know, join up with the, the gang of Lazarus. Uh, but there's a he's scene going to be- find the League of Lazarus and he's going to win Mortal Kombat. Now we'll get to that in just a moment. But before he gets on the boat to go to the uh, Lazarus Island, he's sitting there reading a frickin' manga. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I love that. You know what else I love? The fact that he goes on and, and this whole issue is nothing, and this whole first arc is going to be nothing but Mortal Kombat? No, actually, I don't like that. I like the fact that uh, the issue opens with him in a cage fight, and instead of you know the big stupid cage fight, tournament uh cliches that we see in all these stories he's facing down king snake who yeah, by the which way is, i thought was dead well you know reboot snake is is no longer dead in the new 52 but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. king so, snake spends like four pages doing his king snake posing and preening and, and obnoxious pompous mm-hmm. jack wagonry and damien literally waits for an opening kicks him in the face and said your tattoo looks stupid yeah, and that's, and I, the, that's the defeat. I, love I that. like that. I like that a lot because when we had uh, Tim Drake as Robin, you know, the greatest Robin of all time, um, you know, when he did Robin and Robin two and then eventually got his own. Was there a Robin three? I think there was a Robin three series with Robin him. In the, three. Robin three was the one him in the, the Huntress. Huntress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when he got his own, you know, first Robin one was all about him and the King Snake. Uh, and so, you know, King Snake was the former Robin's. Uh, kind of arch nemesis uh, kind of thing. And so it seems somewhat appropriate for someone picking up a new Robin uh, series mm-hmm. to have the new Damien defeating the previous Robin's uh, nemesis. Yeah, and so I, from that, yeah, from that storytelling process, I, I kind of dug that. Uh, and then, then this issue just turns into Mortal Kombat. And I'm Mortal like, Kombat! here's the thing. I, I know, I don't know if anybody listened to the Tom Brevoort uh, interview on Word Balloon a couple of weeks ago. I'm a little behind on my podcast listening. 
But, you know, he does he he and John Centris uh, did bring up the fact that when there are these little synergistic moments, they're trying to the studios and the uh, publishers are trying to let each other know what's going on in case they want to incorporate anything, you know, into one or the other. And I honestly feel like this Robin series at one point someone said, hey, we've got a Mortal Kombat movie coming up. Wouldn't it be cool if you somehow incorporated a Mortal Kombat into your comic book thing? For And it's not even called Mortal Kombat, but man, it is so... I mean, we just had the Mortal Kombat movie arrive last week, and yep. then this issue drops, which is just Mortal Kombat in DC yeah. Universe form. They, they ride a junk to a mystical island, <laughs> yeah. and on the mystical island, he meets... But Okay, here's the thing about this issue that I find interesting. Okay. This, this issue is filled with little cameos. Mm-hmm. And um, man, there's... I mean... Every Ravager bad person is in, is in this. There. Connor Hawk is in this. Uh, Double Dare, the identical twins, uh-huh. get to a point where um, who's the what's who's, his face? Who's Mr. the Mr. Unknown? Who is the is Dick Grayson looking guy? The Dick Grayson looking guy. Yeah, he is a guy that looks just like Dick Grayson. Is just oh, kind of standing s- next to Lady Vic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, I was like. This can't be Dick Grayson, you know, just kind of doing a disguise thing, because in previous pages leading up to the whole Damien adventure, you know, uh-huh. all of the all of the Batmans, including Oracle, are all checking in with Batman. And, and uh, Nightwing is like, no, I'm here at uh, Teen Titans Island and no one knows where he's at. And then um, uh, Cassandra Kane and I don't know who the other one was at spoiler. They're like, well, we're at yeah. the zoo and Damien left his animals here. And then we see, you know, uh, Oracle saying, nope, he's off the grid. So that's why I was like, this can't be. Dick Grayson, but that's kind of the problem when you've got, you know, 14 versions of of characters and it's hard to mix them up or when all of your characters have dark hair, it's very hard to mix them up. Yeah. So I don't know who that was, but um, well, I want to know the one thing that I want to know is how in the world did Nightwing get in here? N-I-T-I-E. You remember N-I-T-E Nightwing, the kid from Bloodhaven? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right there. He's in that panel where you see Mr. Unknown and then you see uh, Raptor. And in the like on the right side, right above the character who looks like Dick, you see Nightwing. I'm like, who did, who did, how did, what? Well, and so I, the, the thing, thing is, I can think of is that they had a junior varsity league and that the Girl Scouts got eliminated because they were all on, you know, anabolic steroids and a low so grade fever tranquilizer. There's that's nothing the that says, there's nothing that says in order to get into the tournament that you had to go through a pre-tournament or anything like that. It's just there's that you had to go that says a dog can't play. Basketball. Well, there there's the implication that there are just these arranged fights and that if you can go to these arranged fights and win at an arranged fight, then you might, depending on your performance, you might get that token to go to Lazarus Island. Uh, I just uh, recognized, um, Constantine Dracon, the guy who uh, beat up Connor Hawk back in the Green Arrow run, I think it was Kevin Smith and. Uh, oh Bill yeah, Hester. there's there's a lot of there's new characters in here. Uh, we get introduced to Flatline, and so really the best part of this issue is when uh, Damien gets his heart ripped out. Yes, Flatline literally kills him. Yep, and in the, the first story issue. Ends the last panel. Robin is dead. The end. Yes. And it was so great. It's so perfect. It's, it's like, oh, man, series. that's all. It was the one shot. That's I am so happy that all we have is this yeah. one book. And now Batman well, has to go seek his revenge. But of course, they're on Lazarus Island on Flatline that he used to beat Kingsnake. Mm-hmm. And that was his mistake. And I feel like 
that's important. I feel like in the long well, run, and that's, that's what come back. Well, that's what Flatline says. She says, my powers come from not from learning uh, moves of winners, but learning the mistakes of the losers. And then that's my power is that I don't make those mistakes. So if she somehow and we'd, I'd have to go back and look at the um, look at the scene where he's fighting. King, or, yeah, where he's fighting King Snake to see if she's somewhere in the crowd, because they do a lot of pans across crowds. And we see one of the people from the Lazarus Island watching the competition that, you know, maybe she's watching that and that she learned how, um, you know, how he he lost. And so she's incorporating that. There's no and he's not dead. Uh, King Snake isn't dead because uh, Damien still doesn't kill. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, um, I did not hate this issue a lot. (laughs) I didn't either. And I kind of expected that I would, because the same way that you are, you know, filled with rage, hate for Damien, I'm filled with rage, hate for DC stories that are, you know, bleak and dark and nihilistic and filled with blood for no reason. This one isn't though. Yeah, this is actually, you know what this feels like? This feels like YA Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, especially this when is, you have when you have uh, YA Robin running around. Yeah. Well, and I didn't realize who wrote this until we got into it either. Josh Williamson, who just came off of an extended run on The Flash, mm-hmm. who always did really interesting, not necessarily stuff that I agreed with, but always really interesting stuff and did a lot of really intricate, long-running stories where it'd be like, hey, that's not Captain Cold. That's a future superhero named Commander Cold who came back in time. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, what? You, you know what? But, when I was when I was reading this, you know what I what I realized? What's that? Is that Umberto Ramos is now going by Gleb Melnikov. <laughs> because holy crap, I'm going through some of these panels and I'm like, okay, this is a combination of of very, very Ramos, Ramos, a little and, bit of Jim Lee well, faces. Maybe I was gonna say more of um who did uh, Telos and um uh, he passed away. Um, Joe Maggerera, I think. Tell no, us. You no, may that's... be thinking of uh, Michael Turner. No, not Michael Turner, uh, because that's not what I'm thinking of either. Ah, I wish I could think of the it's Mike the, Ringo. Oh, battle. Yes, Michael Ringo, the battle battle chasers uh, series. Um, that was Joe Maggerera. Oh, okay. Well, combine those two together. Combine Umberto Ramos and Maggerera together, and you get the art in this issue. And so I'm really kind of down for it. I know a lot of people don't like the that head is just way too big for the body or, you know, whatever. But when right. you're trying to create form and you're trying to be able to recognize characters easily from a distance, it's that shape and that body that is really kind of cool. And I think when you give them that kind of look, it really helps it stand out and really helps to me. Uh, I like the story a lot better, especially when you can give some exaggerated proportions uh, on some characters and maybe uh, those proportions are not the same on another character it really helps things uh, stand out visually and and I dig it. So I was really down for this art. I may have to go and find some more of uh, of Melnikov's work here because uh, I found it very pretty. I found yeah, it very, I, very much to my liking. I've seen Gleb before on something, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was. But I remember going, wow, what a name. I need yeah. to definitely watch out for this guy because it was really impressive stuff. I want to say that it was a DC book. Yeah, he's worked on. So here's what his stuff that he has recently worked on. Batman 106, uh, mm-hmm. DC's Crimes of Passion number one, Future State Superman, Worlds of War 2, Robin 2, uh, which is coming up, Batman and the Outsiders 13, Detective Comics 1034, the Jenny Hicks special number one, Wonder Woman 754. 
uh, Batman Superman Annual yeah. and Future State Superman Worlds of War number one. So, yeah. but he's been around in some other stuff, I want to say as well. Maybe not. I don't think he's a DC only person, but um, yeah, well, maybe, maybe I take that back. It does look like he's only worked. Well, he did this other yeah. series. What's called Veiled and Vile. What is that? That must be a creator owned piece. I wonder. He, I don't know. Oh, he did some familiar. angel. He did some angel stuff over at Boom Studios and whatever this ah. Rocket Blast comics is, this Veiled and Vile volume one. Uh, I may be going checking out some of these uh, comics that he's done because I really, really like his. I really like his art a lot in this. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so here's the problem, though. Mm -hmm. I really like this story. I really love this art. Mm -hmm. I really love the nice little touches and the cameos and everything that we have in here. Right. I've got to put that on one side of the scale and then I have to weigh on the other side of the scale my hatred for Damian Wayne. <laughs> And the scale kind of tips in favor of this is actually a really cool series in the first issue. Yep. There are moments where even a character you strongly dislike, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, this has ever happened to me because I hate crossbones and everything, but a character that you really dislike can be a part of a good story and kind of earn back some goodwill. I mean, yeah. And I this, think he, this is really well done. And, it, you know, the thing that works for me best about it is that it does really kind of undermine some of your expectations of this story, because the story of this lone warrior ends up going out and, you know, winning a battle and getting invited to mortal combat. We've seen that before, mm -hmm. but we've never seen it done like this, because that first fight with King Snake, you're like, this is going to be a tough fight. It's going to be a tough fight. Oh, no, it's two panels long. Ha ha. And then we get to the end and it's like, okay, this is the point where Robin pulls it out with a miracle move. No, Robin gets his heart ripped out on panel. Good night, everybody. Yeah. I like that. I like the unexpected moment. And I love, you know, the fact that the last, yeah. the last thing of the issue is, oh my God, I'm dead. Mm -hmm. Where's it going to go from here? That's what right. I want to know. Had this, and I'm not saying that this is only the sole credit of the writer. Cause there's a lot of people that work on this oh, as, yeah. a, as a team. But I think maybe under a different writer, we would have gotten to not to that last page where he gets his heart ripped out, but we would have had the, his whole speech about I am Robin and uh, hear me roar. And then uh, Lady Lazarus or, or I'm sorry, Mother Soul says, OK, who's ready to take him on? And then the final panel would have been, you know, these these uh, all these fighters surrounding Robin. And then we would have gotten into the next issue. Right. right. Uh, and that would have been your cliffhanger. But I really, this was a kind of a shocking cliffhanger because I'm like, oh, she just ripped his heart out. And yeah. wow, what a way to end the first issue where he's all braggadocious and, and gets his clock cleaned, which, you know, quite frankly, he kind of needs it. He needs a little it bit much, of uh, getting put, put in his place. Yeah. And it's a much stronger ending. Mm -hmm. And it really does underline, you know, uh, just like the presence of Nightwing underlines the fact that we don't necessarily know what we think we know. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, a whole new ball game, whole new rules, whole new universe. And also, I don't know if we've seen Connor Hawk yet in the new 52, but I think he's working with the League of Assassins. He might be. I mean, so here's the thing. There are yeah. all the Lazarus pits around the world. So it would not right. surprise me if some of these people who we thought were once dead are back because of the Lazarus pit. And here's a spoiler alert, everybody. Robin number two, Robin's going to be fine. They're on Lazarus Island, for God's sake. 
He's not going to die. And so it, maybe it's not a Lazarus pit, but maybe remember how in the Mortal Kombat uh, tournament, there's some field that surrounds the whole island so people can't uh, come and go as as they please. Um, yeah, I'm going to bet that there's something about the island that doesn't let people die. I cannot for the life of me figure out who the Dick Grayson looking guy in the T-shirt is. I hope so, it's not a mistake that they were just like, yeah, let's put Dick Grayson under here undercover because it would be like, what? no, Robin would totally see him. I don't know. It, I hate I hate respawn, by the way. There's a character in this issue called respawn. <laughs> yeah, he looks like uh, he looks he like, looks like uh, a Slade baby Wilson. Terminator. Oh, no. Uh, no, respawn. He, he, he is the uh, um, Slade Wilson knockoff. Yeah. Baby Terminator. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm thinking different Terminator. I'm thinking, right, I'll be like, back. No, that's a different guy. I'm talking about the first Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Deathstroke, the Terminator. Yeah. Who's the guy yeah. in the, who's the guy with the red glasses and the, in the... That's Constantine Dracon. Okay. Uh, the girls in the yellow suit are Double Dare. Yeah, the, the guy the tarantula with the blades knockoffs. on his head. Uh, let me with, see. Right oh. next to Dracon, the guy oh, with the blades okay. on his head who looks like a zombie, that's uh, Brutal. Right. Uh, we know uh, Ravager from the Titans. Uh-huh. Um, the guy with the weird-looking snake eyes half mask, that's Raptor. Uh, the guy with wait the Batman-looking mask where's the, the wait Next a page. Yeah, I'm on the next page. And so we, we start up. So, so left to right. Soul. So yep. left to right, we see the guy with the weird like skull on his head. That's uh, Raptor. And then next to him is... It's not uh, Lady uh, Shiva because they said she's out of this tournament. No, Shiva's out. I think that's Black Swan from the... Oh, uh, right, because they mentioned her on the boat. Yep. Then we have the Batman dude is... That's Mr. Unknown, the And Batman then of the Japan. lady in the front, we met her on the boat. Yep. And then, and then the that's Nightwing. Nightwing, the yeah. Then we get the Double Mint Twins. Then uh, Connor Hawk. And right. then uh, Skeletor is in this tournament for some reason. Yeah, I think that, that there's a couple of guys... Running around with those tattoos on their faces. I oh, think so you think that's just a ta- yeah? Cult. You're you're right. That's just the cult. And then the next one and we have Lady Vic, Lady Vic, and Dick Grayson, and Dick Grayson. Yeah. yeah. What if it really is Dick Grayson? That would be really dumb. Uh, what, to be no, honest, what if it's if it's Agent Grayson of Spiral? Is there like a clone of Dick Grayson? Out that would there still be really dumb, though. I think. Why would it be dumb? Well, because he nobody knows where in. nobody knows where, knows where. Well, if he if he snuck in. Wouldn't everyone be like, who's this guy? Why is Dick Grayson here? And that might kind of spoil it for them. I don't know. Here's what I think happened. Some time took place between Damien beating the snot out of King Snake, who, by the way, is Bane's father. Yeah, no, that was revealed a long time ago. Well, that's dumb. Um, And then Batman is like, my son is going to an island. My other son, you must go and protect him. But you can't be Nightwing. You have to go and be you. The Age of Spiral. When did when did um, Alfred die? What that wasn't that most recent death in the family series, was it? No, it was like uh, Batman's. My brain says Batman seventy nine or eighty. So something there. recent. It was during it was during the Tom King run. Oh, it was okay. Near, so it was within the last the year, end of that year or so. City of Bane arc. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, all right. I didn't I didn't read that. So I've got a bunch of Batman stuff, but I, I haven't read Batman in a while, so I need to catch up on stuff. Yeah, Bane uh, like broke Alfred's neck, and now he's a ghost floating around, like a real ghost, like Spectre kind of ghost, or is he Damien's imagination ghost? It's unclear, but Damien's not the only one who sees imaginary Alfreds, hmm. uh, because he's been seen by other characters and by Batman himself. What if? What if Alfred becomes the next Spectre? 
What if Alcrit <laughs> becomes the dead man? Oh, uh, dead man would be a little weird, wouldn't it? Because what is Boston Brand going to do? Oh, Boston Brand, he's going to graduate up. So this guy's dead man. He's going to be resurrected man. Mm. And then everybody moves up a notch because you have middle aged man. I want to see. His father is old man. I want to see Alfred Alfred as the Spectre. The Spectre Alfred? Yeah. Just, you Uh, know. Watch Pennyworth on. Before I do something horrible. Before I do something horrible to you, would you like some tea? And then he, oh, yes, thank you. I'd like some tea. And then he's like, oh, by the way, that that tea is filled with the sorrows of all the harm you've caused to other people. And the guy now just starts I'm choking. Now I'm turn you into a beard and cut you down with a giant Norelco shaver with Santa on it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, I enjoyed this book way more than I thought I was going to because I was like, Two. dear listeners, dear listeners, what have you done? You voted for Robin one just to spite Monster. me. You know what? The Robin redesign in here. Yeah, it's really is cool. Excellent. It's, it's really cool. I mean, this book is, is just good. cool. The story is engaging. I mean, we basically you hate Robin. I'm skeptical of bat books. I'm not really happy with DC's dark, grim, dark face headed. Nonsense. This is, and yeah. And that's the thing. This, this isn't is good. Grim dark. Yeah, this is really good. This is really, really quite good. I'm surprised at how good this is. I'm very yeah. happily surprised, not in a, you know, a snotty, they shouldn't be able to do this, but in a, hey, this really hits me in a sweet spot and it's a good book. And I think it is because it is borrowing from, and we talked about this on the Major Spoilers podcast this week, you know, the things about the chosen one, but we were also talking about uh, tropes. And this yeah. one just plays upon all of our expectations. And this is one of the things that makes this book interesting is because it's just giving us trope after trope after trope. You know, he takes yep. he's such a great fighter. He takes down King Snake. Nobody knows where yep. he is. He gets invited to this mysterious island and oh, it combat. is mortal combat. And then just when you think he's going to kick somebody's butt, he dies. And that is that twist on that that expectation of the trope or the genre that really throws you. And then I'm not saying that the ending changed my feelings on the book because it was when he read the man- manga on the docks while waiting for the uh, for the ship to show up. That I was like, ah, crap, this book's actually doing something interesting. Yep. So you know, I have you know to give this two thumbs up. This is animal husbandry people have to look for. What's that? Fertile Wombat! Okay. Uh, I'm giving this two thumbs up. I think this is a really a must buy. I, I really do. Uh, I'm going to put my I'm going to put my Robin hatred aside for the first six issues of this book just so I can see where this arc goes. And um, if it ends at six issues, I'm fine with that as well. But uh, for now, I am uh, I'm a big thumbs up on this. And I don't know if this under, uh, you know, if this was under ordered or not. Uh, I haven't seen anything from DC yet that says anything about stuff going back to print. So I imagine that there are plenty of copies for you to get. I bought mine off Comixology. If you want to buy yours on Comixology, there's a link in the show notes. You can click on that link. It'll take you to the Comixology page through our affiliate link. And if you decide to buy it, we will get a little bit back. And when I say a little bit back, I mean a little bit back. I think it's like 10, I think it's like 10 cents for every sale uh, that happens on a $3.99 book. Uh, but it does help us out and does help pay our bills. So we want to thank everyone who's been using the affiliate links over the last, mm, I want to say, six months or eight months that we've been uh, putting it in place. Uh, really, really appreciate that. But again... Shake my finger at those listeners, Matthew. Yeah. They're the ones that wanted to torture me with Robin One. And look how that turned out, listeners. I liked it. it. Yeah. Yep. That's the old it's the old double reverse because you, dear listener, listening right now, presuming that you're listening sometime before Saturday night, will be able to do the same thing next week. You can go to Major Spoilers 
wait, no, not no, major spoilers. Not no, major that's spoilers. Patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. That's where you got to go. And you're going to look for the dueling review posts. There's a new one every single week. And this one is going to say, I don't know, May 2nd? May 5th of 2021. Eight. Oh, that's too far out. No. Wait, April has 31 days, right? Yep. Wait, May, May the 5th. May the May 5th, 5th is when the new books come out. And that means uh, next week you might have us read books from Boom Studios, including Eve number one, The Last Witch number five, the final issue there. Uh, let's see, what else do they have? The Many Deaths of Lila Star number one. That gets a second printing. And there's a Mighty Morphin uh, trade paperback coming out as well. Dark Horse Comics next week has Beasts of Burden Occupied Territory number two, a Dead Dog's Bite number three, which Ingrid really, really enjoyed uh, the first couple of issues on that book. I think it was her that reviewed that one. Um, and it could have also been Beast of Burden. They both have like dog themes in them. Uh, Fear Case number four, the final issue there, and Jenny Zero number one, which I reviewed. This must be a second second printing because uh, I reviewed that a couple of weeks ago on the Major Spoilers podcast. Yep. Dynamite Entertainment next week has Invincible Red Sonia. Don't worry, this is not a crossover between Invincible and Red Sonia, although that would be pretty freaking epic. Uh, it's just it's just their new series, Invincible Red Sonia. Also, just imagining how much blood there'd be in that comic. Oh yeah, Vampirilla number nineteen arrives next week, and uh, as does Vampirilla Dark Powers number five. IDW Publishing next week has a small print run. They've been kind of culling back, uh, and I'm not saying it's because they're having any financial problems, although they've had some financial problems. Uh, IDW Publishing only has four books coming out next week. The only one that is a new issue is Star Wars High Republic Adventures number four. I got to tell you, when we read that first issue of uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, I was so confused about what was going on. I made it a point to sit down and read the um, Charles Soule's um, or Charles Soule's um, High Republic book that kicked off this new High Republic um, event that that Disney and Lucasfilm has going on. Reading that book actually made the things from High Republic Adventures make a lot more sense. And oh. so uh, I would recommend the book. It was a lot of fun if you like Star Wars books. Um, it kind of ended in a weird place and kind of on, on a little bit more of a downer than I thought it was going to be. But it was it was still fun and introduced a whole lot of characters that we're going to see in the future. But they also made references to Yoda and his younglings outdoing things. And it's like, ah, that ties to that comic book that I read. This makes a lot more sense now. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Image Comics next week has Bliss number seven, Commanders in Crisis, that big uh, uh, what if... Uh, multiverse story that image has going on uh, issue number eight arrives deep beyond number four the number six oh sorry that's die number 16 the good asian number one which uh looks incredible i've already read the first couple of pages of this i'm going to be reviewing it next week on the major spoilers podcast you don't have to vote for it but it's a book that i'm i'm gonna bet is gonna come highly recommended when i finish it uh walking dead deluxe number 14 comes out from image comics also next week from Marvel Comics, we've got Heroes Reborn, Matthew. Oh, the heroes are reborn. Oh, so many people looking forward to seeing how that event's going to play <laughs> out this time. Uh, Immortal Hulk, number 46. Uh, Shang-Chi, number one, gets a poster. And let's see, we've got Star Wars, Bounty Hunters, Alpha, number one. Oh, this is going to be a cool event. This is where all the bounty hunters, Jabba the Hutt and Darth Vader, are all after Han Solo's body after the, uh, after the events of Empire Strikes Back. This is a big, a big arc event that's going on in the Star Wars books uh, starting, I guess, next week. So we're going to have to see how that works out. Also, Strange Academy number 10. Glad to see that that is going in X-Men Curse of Man-Thing number one. 
in all the rest category, we have, uh, I thought for a moment I saw Dark Child, but nope, it's only Darkon number three. Uh, Fearless gets a, a graphic novel. Um, Hippopotamister. I don't know what that is. It's a hardcover graphic novel. It's a spinoff of Elephant Man, probably. Uh, oh, really? Uh, Rick and Morty, uh, Worlds Apart number four. They just announced a Rick and Morty Dungeons and Dragons hardcover that includes a bonus story, which is something that you don't see too often from publishers when they're releasing a collected trade or a hardback uh, version of this. In the bonus story, there's a Meeseeks box that is found in the Forgotten uh, Realms. And so you can imagine the the hilarity that will ensue with that. So Jim Zub is involved in that. Yes. Uh, let's see. White Widow number six arrives next week. Over at DC Comics, we have Batman number 108. Batman, uh, the adventures continue. That is the um, animated universe uh, series continuing on. Also, Batman Fortnite uh, zero point number two. Crime Syndicate number three that a couple of people have already voted on. Uh, what else do we have here? We have Batman, the next Batman issue number 10 and Suicide Squad number three are just some of the comics coming out next week from DC Comics. So, Matthew, tell everybody again what they need to do. They need to go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. Find the post, vote for the comic, tell your friends, wake the kids, phone the neighbors, get as many votes in as you can. Get all your friends to come in and vote, too. I mean, the more people that vote, the more chance there is that we get something weird and we make Steven read another Robin comic. Well, the, if you had me read another comic next week, that would be pretty amazing because right. um, that comic's not going to come out for another month. But and I will say... Watch it happen. Watch speaking them of, vote for it. Speaking of comics that um, don't come out for a while, Kyle, Kyle Higgins dropped us a note after last week's... Um, uh, Scheduling problem. Yeah, scheduling problem. He says, hey, apologies about the last recording session. Definitely let me know if you're up to do uh, issue uh, four. It's significant. And then he sent me a uh, preview. He sent me the full copy of uh, issue number four. And so it uh, looks pretty good. So um, maybe maybe in a couple of weeks we will be reviewing that again. It's all up to you, dear listener. Head over to Patreon.com. Cast your vote, as Matthew said. And we'll be back next week when maybe you will also get to hear Matthew say... This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.